Welcome everybody to the first time. I know I kept promising for months and months I was going to do some music reviews on here. I just never got around to it. So I finally got a crew of all-stars to force me to make some music reviews on here. So as always, if you know anything about me, I still have not figured out any name for the freaking show. We'll come up with that one as we go along. But we got some reviews for, reviews for you this week. And um, the first album we're going to review is Extinction Level Event 2. But before we get into that, I want to go on and... Uh, Get my, I want to say, because cause Busta Rhyme had a song called Caesar Sar. So I'm going to say I have my music gurus and czars here to guide me through what we think of this album. So first, I got family, you know, nothing but blood. My cousin, Chris, say what's going on, Chris. What's going on? This is Chris. Um, excited to join the podcast and, and review some cool music. All right. And so now I have, uh, I mean, we're not really technically blood. I mean, I feel like we, we probably didn't share blood between all the fights and scrapes and football <laughs> and then life and regular fights in real life and all that. But I got my best friend, uh, Nip, Tony, the myth, the legend, D.C. native, run the streets, but I guess he run the streets of Philly. What's going on, uh, Nip? Yo, yo, yo. What's up? What's up? Glad to be here, you know. I'm definitely going to hate on every album we, uh, we review, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's only fitting. I mean, it's only fitting. <laughs> so, <laughs> so a little bit about how we're going to do these reviews for everybody since this is the first show. Uh, before we jump into that, I want to say make sure everybody checks out Head Cannon Circus on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can find us everywhere there. Um, so we're just putting some things together on Instagram. I uh, just made a head cannon circus Instagram, like literally just now. So that's up and running for everybody. Uh, Nip, anywhere they can find you on Instagram, anything, any socials? Uh, I'm on Instagram, Papa Bear Nip, you know. All right, that's Chris, about what about you? Anywhere on the socials? Yeah, I'm on Instagram and Twitter, at Scriberisms. All right. So check us out, like, follow, subscribe, share, do the damn thing. So let's jump into it. Extinction Level Event 2. Man, so oh, I already see Nip. He he, he turning his his phone over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to. Yeah. <laughs> you, the whole get black folks. you see what I'm saying? We try computer, to computer acting crazy. <laughs> I run all these shows with all these white folks. I get the one show where it's all black everything, and this joke hey. on the phone flipping in. Listen, see, that's what I'm know, talking about. See, I need to get white folks on this show now, man. Uh, <laughs> before we get so, before we get into six level event two, kind of how we're gonna do it is we're gonna start off with the. Best songs that we individually think on the album, mm-hmm. our least favorite songs. Doesn't mean the song is bad. It's just probably the least favorite song on the album. And then we may do some honorable mentions that we think didn't make the best or the least, but we want to talk about briefly. So this is a follow-up to Buster Rhymes' 1998 classic Extinction Level event. This is Extinction Level event is actually my favorite Buster Rhymes album of all time. So when he made a part two, and this had been this mythical album for years. Everybody said that Buster had this album that like was probably gonna be the greatest album of all time. And people kept talking about it. So when it dropped, I was ready for it. So let's go on and run to Chris. And Chris, what's your favorite, least favorite, and any honorable mentions for the album? Um, I would say my favorite track is the title track, Extinction Level Event 2, The Wrath of God. Um, features a, a speech from Minister Louis Farrakhan at the beginning of the track, then kind of, just starts rapping. I really appreciate that track. It's a good one. Um, least favorite track to me would have to be definitely out of my mind. It's just <laughs> a little too staccato for me. 
Um, and then honorable mention, uh, I would definitely have to say don't go. It's always nice when you get the Dragon and Kamal the Abstract to link up. So I, I like hearing that song too. Okay. All right. All right. We, we're going to dive into that one because I got some thoughts about out of my mind. So we're going to dive in that a little later. All right, Nip, what you got mm -hmm. now? You know, Nip, he, he, he claims to be a hip-hop aficionado. You know, he, this is all in his alley. Like, I'm washed now. I got two girls in the back seat, so I got to listen to Kid Bop. But he claims he, he, he got his into the streets. So, as our street representative, <laughs> what you got on the album? What's your best, least, and honorable mention? I kind of got two favorites. I don't know how to which one to pick. The joint with, um, with rap on it. Um, okay. Uh, but that is the best I can. Best, best I, can. I can. Right. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, I can't think of the name of this joint. The joint with uh that uh that Primo produced was it Indeed or uh? Let me see here. True Indeed. That might yep, be. True Indeed. Yeah, I think yep, it's yep, True yep, Indeed. Yep. Yeah, True Indeed. I yeah, I, I think those are my my uh my two favorites. Um, I don't I don't know if I had a dislike on here. Uh, I guess it would have to be. I'm, I'm a, I don't know if this is a consensus, but I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to roll with uh with, this one. with the with the dislike. Which one? Which one is that one? Um, out of my mind. Out of my mind. Oh, the, the, the with the bell bib both sample. Yeah, yeah, it kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so let me see. Here we got um. My best is I'm right there with you with Nip. I got a uh, best I can with Rhapsody. That's my right. favorite one on it. I just like the story element of it, so that's why I think it's dope. Uh, it's funny, my honorable mention is the Wrath of God Extinction Level event, like Chris said, with uh, the Minister Louis Farrakhan. It's just a certain amount of dread, but then uplift at the end that's so dope about the song. Like, I mean, the Minister Farrakhan, come on in, he's spitting that real shit. So right. yeah. it, I think that sets it up pretty much. Uh, my other honorable mention is, um, what is it, Boomp, B-O-O-O-M-P, exclamation point. That one, I think he just he just knocks on that one. My least favorite, I was close with Out of My Mind, but I'm going to have to go, which is going to be blasphemy for me, but the him and Mariah one. I just was not feeling it. And oh, yeah. I, I, and again, it's a nice little groove, but I feel like it's out. It doesn't fit with the album. It, it I doesn't totally feel agree. Like it's part of, it felt like they probably threw that in there because he had, you know, he has so many hits and classics with Mariah. It felt like they just mm -hmm. threw that in there to be like, oh, okay, cool. We got one with Mariah in there. All right, we good now. I wish they could have eliminated that one, kept the one with Mary J. Blige in there, and just kept it moving. So, Yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm going to have to agree with you on that one, boss. I, I forgot about that. I, I definitely hit Skip after about 45 seconds of that one. And she was hitting the high nose. I'm like, this ain't. Yeah. <laughs> you throwing my vibe off, bro. Like, oh, no, I'll let, no, I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need oh, that. What was that? Don't Tony? What was that? What was that? You... <laughs> 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 Some airy high notes. I don't need that. Yeah. You know I mean? So for everybody, so our ranking system, because we we old school players from the Himalayas, we gonna go our best. If we think is you know a classic, is cop the album because you don't know nobody don't buy no albums no more. So uh, so cop the album is the best. Then we gotta go get it from a bootlegger. That's our next level right there. Then that middle of the pack is I listen to it in my man's car. Then the one underneath that will be. My girlfriend made me put it on. And then the last one, if it's a terrible album, is throwing it out the window. Throwing it out the car window. So, Chris, what would you rank this album? 
I would give it a, a cop. I would definitely cop this album. Okay. Uh, if we was back in the day, you know, go to Best Buy, show up my ten dollars and pick it up. I think um, it's a pretty relevant album, especially with this year and what everybody's going through and stuff. I feel like it's very timely and it's some some classic music on there. So, all right, cop. Nip, what you got on it? Yeah, I'm agree. I'm, I'm definitely I'm definitely going and, and, and copping and uh, taking thirty minutes to get the plastic off. <laughs> take out the pamphlet. Look at the yeah, art. Take the pamphlet. Take the pamphlet out. I'm reading through. I'm checking the credits. I'm looking at who did the artwork. I'm, I'm, I'm giving them all that. Man, I, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be that guy, man. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it. Copy from a bootlegger, and only one reason only is because Extinction Level Event One is my favorite Buster album. So when it comes to two, I'm, I'm kind of leveling them. But then also, this is our first show. I got to leave some credit for some albums that may come in and wreck the whole game. So I'm going to give it, get it from a bootlegger. Not because I don't think it deserves a cop. I think it deserves it, but I'm just going to slide it there. And I, you know, I hold the right to change my opinion, you know, seven months from now and move it to a cop. So now that we got that out of the way, all the people that just wanted to hear the review, you got the review. All the music here is that want to hear how we really get into this shit. We about to really get into these albums and songs. And kind of talking about them a little bit like that. So, first song on the agenda was um, Extinction Level Event 2, the intro, with uh, Pete Rock, Rock Him, and then Chris Rock. Nick, what you, what you think about that song? What you, what you feel on that? Uh, yeah, I, I love it, dog. I feel like it set the tone for the album, the, the, the anticipation, the, the production on it. I, it would, yeah, I was, I, I was digging it. And you know they had the God on there, so you know I had to rewind it about three times. Once I heard the God on there, I had, I had to go back and dissect a little bit. But yeah, yeah, I, I definitely felt it. I'm just for the record, Tony's such a geek that he will rewind it and start writing down the lyrics. I <laughs> really fully grasp, you know. Like Tony, like that nigga that be on the block that be like the numbers nigga, like, oh, you don't understand the science. Like that. <laughs> Chris, Chris, what you, so, lyrics. what you think, Chris? Opening out, opening track. Yeah, I, I really like the intro, you know, on a lot of uh, Buster's old albums, he would come in super animated, telling us exactly how long we got until, you know, the world is about to end. And that, it gets you so hyped to listen to the rest of the albums. Like, oh yeah, he already coming in with the energy. So I enjoyed the intro. Um, the, the little kind of narrative edition at the beginning was kind of cool running through like all the stuff that's going on. And then you got Chris Rock just coming in and adding some, some levity to the situation, really got a, um, a laugh out of me with that, and then Bust came with some some cold rhymes. So I really like the intro. No, for sure. I, I think this this album was smartly planted the Friday before the election results, which you mm -hmm. know everybody feels like this is the election for the nation's soul. So that was smart. But I'm gonna keep it real. Like Chris Rock's voice is jarring for me. So opening up an album with Chris Rock, and then a, and then a motherfucker gonna cuss at me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Chris Rock, we talking shit in the beginning, and I'm like, damn, Chris, like. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, when I popped up and, you know, put it on my Spotify, I had my cognac out. I know it was 9 a.m., but I had my cognac out. I'm sitting down in my yeah, basement, man. you know, got the grates behind me. And I'm like, all right, I'm out to chill. Uh -huh. And Chris Rock come up, the, the gates just ripping on me. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I did like it. But also, what's up with Chris Rock voice acting everything? Because on that new movie, was it The Witches? He's like the narration voice for that. Like, mm -hmm. Chris Rock don't got a good voice. Is this becoming like the new norm? Like, Chris Rock voice is supposed to be dope or something? Like, uh, I don't know. Maybe I guess they know it's a bag attached to the voice. So yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I feel like he set it off on Kanye's old, you know, Dark Twisted Fantasy, and I feel like he's just getting voice work everywhere now. So, mm-hmm. but uh, no, no, I thought the opening track was dope. Like I said, I think you, you, got, you guys are both right. It set the tone of what this is going to be. It did feel very much like Extinction Level Event, the original one, because he did, like Chris said, they counted mm-hmm. how long we got left, and so I thought that was pretty tight. Um, let's jump to the next one. Uh, this one is actually produced by Swiss Beats called The Purge. It's only like a minute and 30 seconds oh, long, wow. I think. Uh, Chris, what do you think about The Purge? Uh, I like The Purge a lot, like, especially the first four bars. Like, he's really, like, getting to it. Like, you know, hey, this city's going to be burning until we get some justice. You know, like a Philly blunt, he was saying, I'm like, yo, that's, that's coming. He definitely went in on that one. Um, and I like the beat a lot. I didn't know Swiss produced it, so that makes a lot of sense now after – Hearing it a couple of times, you mentioned that. So the production Absolutely. was A1 um, and definitely enjoyed the the lyrics Buster spent on the, the track. So I really like The Purge. I'm going to be real. The, the Purge, the beat for The Purge is probably better than any beat that was on Swiss Beat's whole album. So <laughs> I mean, shout out to Swiss. <laughs> Saving his good shit for the good artist, for the great artists. But um, I like The Purge too. I thought, again, we were talking about setting the tone. I got to rule with albums. The first two songs, if they don't slap, I'm, I'm probably not going to finish the rest of the album. So you get the intro pulls you in. Like you said, you get the God MC, you get Pete Rock, you get even Chris Rock talking his shit. And then you go to that mm-hmm. second one and then the purge and it's just straight Busta being Busta. Like, you know, I want to say this new incarnation of Busta because, you know, the old Busta was way more animated, way more, you know, yeah. this one is like, now nah, I'm a real ass dude. And like, this mm-hmm. is going down. And if we don't get our justice, you know, we basically going to go into the purge. So uh, Nick, what right. you think about this, man? Yeah, I'm 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 right along with y'all. That, you know, whenever Swiss, whenever Swiss and, and, and Buster is together, you know, I'm, it, it, you know what I mean. That's peanut butter and jelly right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hold on, hold on, Let's, uh, hold on. We got a we got a spinoff then. Swiss or Buster, or Swiss and DMX. Oh no. Nah. No, oh, yeah, okay, hold on. You said peanut butter. Come on, now. Let's say Swiss and DMX, man. No, it's you got to choose one. DMX. What's going on? All right, yeah, no, 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 no. So you're right. Swiss and Swiss right, and ham and cheese and peanut butter and jelly. They both, <laughs> like they're both good. There you go. Yeah, you, you can't be you can't be Swiss and D. No, 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 no. You know, what's funny. Um, I, you know, listening to the Loxu album and hearing DMX on there, you know, on, on one of the tracks, it kind of made me want an X album. Even I know it ain't going to be... Old school X, but it kind of made me want an X mm-hmm. album, man. I, I don't, I don't, yeah. don't want to. At least for the prayer. Really, for the Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely want a DMX prayer. I do not want a DMX album. I don't. It's gonna hurt. What? It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. I, I mean, come on. Mean. We didn't already put out a couple of duds. Like it can't be no worse than what was. What was the last one? That, was a Grand Champion or? Yeah, that's why I'm saying yeah, we don't need so. another one. Just let, just let the legend <laughs> live, dog. Let's mm-hmm. just let him live. Hey, I'm just a couple of features and we'd be good. Yeah, I'm putting on my list the, the DMX album. You know what's top on the album that I want to hear? If, if they ever want to create one, and y'all going to kill me, but I do go with the moniker of Corny J. I actually want to hear a Will Smith album. The way he's been ripping tracks on everybody else's shit. I don't know, man. I'm kind of like, I want to hear Will Smith album. Hey, you in Philly. You better slow I'm down. I'm not going to break. I'm going to stay. You oh, live yeah. in Philly. You better slow down. Because I'm, I'm in Philly, but I mean, I'm, that, yeah. I'm, that Jonah Lucas joint, the Johnny Depp Yeah, that's icon, what I'm going to say. That Jonah like, Lucas was tough. If he can keep that same energy, that's what I'm saying. I don't need no welcome to Miami. I don't need no uh men I'm in not black. trying to get jiggy with it. No. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't need nothing. But if he keep that same energy he got on them tracks, I'm here for it, man. He hasn't given that up in a while. I don't I don't see him giving 10, 12 tracks of, 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 of that. 
I want to even give, give me a hot seven. Give me, even the joint he did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the joint he did with a son was 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 all right. The little remix joint he did with a son, he gave he gave some bars up. Yeah, I know he. It's gonna be two tracks of that, and then we're gonna go to the Mickey Mouse shit. Now nah, I can't. I'm I not here for it. Go get a job. Okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need the Mickey Mouse. He can hold Whatever, that. man. That's all. That's the top of my. That's number one. New Will Smith album. I got submitted in. Number two, that was New DMX album. Got some. I had the locks up at a number one. Then they dropped the album. So the album, yeah, yeah. So I got the new DMX is my number two. Um, let's get back to the review. Um, strap yourself down with uh, produce. By Jay Dilla, um, mm-hmm. I mean, just a dope song, and I know. That, and we're going to get into a trend here when I get further. We get further down the album, so because we're going to speed it up because there's so many tracks. But yeah. um, just another, just dope. I mean, Busta, if he wanted to flex, that he still got it. The Purge kind of gave you that appetizer. I feel like Strap Yourself Down gave you the entree to be like, all right, you know, I ain't know I ain't been rapping, rapping for a while, but like this, mm-hmm. I can show you. You know, I still got it like that. So, what you think, Nip? Uh. I want to say, I don't know if it was this track or the next track. What's, what, he, I'm not going to lie. He almost lost me. I th- it might have been this one. Because he started going with the, you know, he's always animated, but he started hitting me with the boom, bop, tingity, bing, and all yeah, that. Yeah, that yeah, track? Track yourself down, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he started, I was like, no, nah, bust. Like, uh, you about to, mm-mm. Hold on, so you I, can't I ain't going to say this is one of my album. favorites. Come uh, on. That's Buster Stone. I know it's a Buster album. I know, but it, I felt like it was extra this time. It was like, it <laughs> yeah, wasn't even bro. a bar. It was just boom, bop, tickety, bing. And I'm like, no, nah, Buster. I guess it is on put. You see this swole ass Joker talking about some <laughs> 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 Right. Like, come on, bro. Come on. Come on. Come on. Bring me back. He almost lost me on that one. Chris, what you got, man? Well, redeem this show by giving us some luck, giving us some heat here. <laughs> man, look, I will agree. The first half, I will say the first half of the track. He started boom, bah, ding, and he boom, da, da. like yeah, I like man. the animation, but don't give me like two to three to four bars or just some on the model piece. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> we need we need a little more substance from the god. But uh the second half though went off. When the beat changed, that's my stuff right there. Like he was yeah. really going in. The beat was hard. I think I was on my way to like kickboxing or something. It got me in the mood to go train and stuff. It, it was like so I like the second half, but the first half, uh, I can't. You, you see the you see the the humble brag you thought that. like I was on my way to kickboxing. He yeah. that's letting everybody know when he do a bad album. If you see him in the streets, don't get that heat. That's what that is. <laughs> Just for the record though, it's not Tabolo, right? You actually doing real kickboxing, no, right? No, 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 no. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 we don't want you in there with them soccer moms talking about some you taking kickboxing. Billy Blank, we don't want you to be no Taboho. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to work it out. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he did, but I, I will say it. it well, it felt like old Buster, except for like this Buster that smoked so many cigarettes, so he couldn't get up in yeah. the high octave. So it was like boom, da, sing a nigga, and yeah. it was like. <laughs> but I see what he was trying to do there. He was trying to give us the vibe of the old. Mm-hmm. Um, then we go to Sar with uh, MOP, actually produced by Rockwalla. Um, most people think this is a standout of the album. Most people I talked to and I was talking with, like this is like they shit because it feels completely like old Buster. But then you never heard MOP mm-hmm. in a minute. So people were losing their minds off this feature, but also this track alone. Uh, Chris, what do you think? Yeah, it's definitely one of my favorites. Um, it was amazing hearing MLP kind of come in for the, the couple words, uh, kind of splicing the buses bar. So I really like that. It's a lot of energy. Um, I like what he's talking about, kind of being braggadocious. You know, I'm the king of the city. This is my city. And just showing why, you know, he's one of the goats. So I, I really enjoyed this track. SARS is definitely up there for me. 
And right. I like how he kind of mellows it out during the chorus, like towards the, the last piece. We get a lot of that in some of his old music and stuff like Touch It and things like that. So it was a good all-around track for me. Any different thoughts on that, Nip, or you, how you feel about Saw? Uh, no, I'm not going to say it's one of my favorite tracks, but it did bring me back to the album because, I, yeah, it was it was about to go out the window, but <laughs> yeah. it, brought me, it, it, brought, it brought me back in. It brought me back after the boom teens. Okay. <laughs> um, and shout out to MOP. One day we'll have a conversation on the show about the flowers MOP should have for probably birthing this whole genre of hip hop that we're listening to now, but MOP mm-hmm. doesn't get their flowers. But that's a, that's a discussion for another show. Um, sure. Now we're going to go to what you guys, the song you guys love the most, uh, Out of My Mind, featuring Bell Bim DeVoe. <laughs> um, that's produced by Dreddy. I'm not familiar with his work, but uh, let's go ahead and start with Chris, since you said it was your least favorite song. Let's go ahead and start mm-hmm. with you, uh, Out of My Mind. Yeah. You know, on the first listen, I definitely hated it. Now, I don't mind it. Like, I won't skip it if it comes on. But it just, it, I appreciate the fact that he was being a little bit more, like, experimental with this. I always give people credit for, you know, trying something different or not just, you know, boom, back, you know, have your AABA, whatever, rhyme scheme and stuff going on. But it just started to lose me a little bit because, you know, the the it's bringing you back to the poison track. So your mind is trying to kind of, take you back there to poison but then he's breaking up the beat he's coming back he's throwing the Paso Gavassier chorus in there a little bit then he's bringing you back to the track so it's like a little bit all over the place for me but I would say now I do appreciate it a little bit more than the first listen through the first listen I was like oh no what's going on with this <laughs> so let's go ahead and chart Nip's you know journey through this album at this point because I mm-hmm. think this is a a, a perennial point here for his album experience, what he's told us so far. He was filling with the intro. He was rocking with the purge. Strapped himself down, had him no-go. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning, he was like, oh, I'm all right, I'm, I'm, I'm holding on, but this is bringing me back. And then we get to this track, Out the of window, My Mind. The window got rolled down. This moment now? I rolled the window down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I rolled the window down, bro. I think, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I think I cut it off. Like I was on, it was on my oh. title. I was like, I was at work and I cut the album off, mm-hmm. and I had to come back and feel. I, I think it almost. I'm not gonna lie. It, it almost lost the album for me because I, I listened to it. I cut it off. Like I'm not gonna listen to the rest of this. And then after lunch, I went and I just like started back over. And I'm like, I'm glad I did because I definitely almost did not finish this drink based off of that song. Right. I think this is probably the only song on the album for me. And why I did not put it as my least favorite, I think lyrically he's tight in it. I think yeah. the producer and the production on it does not suit what Buster does well. And I mm-hmm. think that's what hurts it. Because, Chris, you said it perfectly well. Like, the beat flips, the changes. They're like you said, what, let the whole chorus play out for Belbit. Like, Poison is like a classic. Let that shit play mm-hmm. out. But they, like you said, they kind of cut it, then ripped in something else and cut it, then ripped back into Poison. Like, I think the production failed this song, so that's why I don't hold it against Buster, which you can make an argument he probably at this point has the final say. But uh, that's why they're making my leaf, because I think it's some good gems. I think it's some bars in there. I just think mm-hmm. you don't hear it because you all the other stuff is distractions. Right. Um, I think we all both all universally agree with uh, the wrath of God with Minister Farrakhan. I don't think we even need to talk about that. Like, no, yeah, yeah. I think we I all back. agree. I feel like this probably saved the album for you then. Yeah, yeah, I was back. I was back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I know I was I was zoned in. He's like, and y'all all gonna die. <laughs> like I was like, okay. <laughs> you won't kill. You kill me. <laughs> y'all all gonna die. <laughs> That's about right. You know I'm protected by God because He won't let me say what I say and do what I. I was like, yeah, that was about true. right. <laughs> um. So I was actually going to make an anti-Semitic comment. So I'm not going to say that, but because Farrakhan, I know he's had some stuff going on with that mm -hmm. one, but it was just interesting to hear Farrakhan really spit that talk, that talk. And Buster had mm -hmm. the courage to put him on there because we know that Mr. Farrakhan isn't the best. He ain't the favorite amongst out there in the streets right now, amongst people mm -hmm. that aren't black, pretty much. Um, slow flow with ODB. Any, anybody got any issues with that? No, I was banging. No, that was a great track. It was cool yeah. hearing uh, ODB back on it. Um, definitely good flow. And I think it kind of bridged nicely into the next track. So I really like that one. Absolutely. You know, keeping it in that New York bias, we got uh, uh, I Don't Go with um, Q-Tip. So, uh, mm -hmm. again, I don't think any issues with that. I mean, actually, Q -tip, it was good to hear Q-Tip. I'm pretty sure we all agree on that. But uh, the, mm -hmm. the abstract, I mean, Busta, I guess the abstract and the dragon, I mean, that's just, that's a winning combination. Like, you're not going to lose mm -hmm. on that one. Any that's any a, thoughts on that? Mm -hmm. Anything that, that stood out for you guys on that track? No, that's a, that's another peanut butter and jelly combo right there. For sure. Um, it was weird with uh, Q-Tip's bars. You know, he kept saying, hey, I'm not coming at you sideways. You know what I mean? He's kind of like, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm being friendly, all that kind of stuff. I'm like, what was that for? But I like the track a lot, though. I always like hearing Q-Tip. I always like hearing Buster, especially when they come back together. It gives you an old school vibe. So it's tight. Absolutely. So then we got a uh, bump. Uh, which is like one of my honorable mentions. It's just, mm -hmm. that's just flow. That's just bars for days. They're going to have to go with that. Let's jump in. Then it's True Indeed, which premiere, DJ Premier, we, you know, we know any track that DJ Premier is on is going to be a good track, especially with a New York artist. Yes, you can sir. forget about it. Like it's going to, it's going to crank. So. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, I want to jump to Rick Ross with Master Ford uh, Muhammad. Mm -hmm. Is there any time that Ross gets on a track that he probably doesn't kill it or outshine the the, the, the main artist? Because I feel like Ross kind of stole this one, man. I don't think that he's ever had a whack. Ross's first two bars are always the best two bars on the song. <laughs> I don't care what song he's on. Them first two joints, however he intro that verse, is always the hardest on the song. Everyone, every feature he had. Yeah. For sure. What you think about Chris? Yeah. What you think on that? Yeah, I think Ross really came. I think Buster did a great job too. But with Ross, the way he stays in his pocket, I think it allows him to kind of really flesh out his bars and, and really make sure each word is impactful. Because we already we know what the the rap's going to sound like sonically, right? But his bars, you know, since he has that structure, you can really fill it in with that premium content. So I definitely enjoyed that track. And hearing them both back to back was awesome. Right, like Ross has that uh, Biggie-esque ability that he can get in mm -hmm. tracks and find that pocket, and it almost feels mm -hmm. like Ross is just talking to you and not really rhyming. And that, that's, a, I think, an underrated thing in hip-hop when it does not feel mm -hmm. like you're rhyming. But then when you go back and listen, like, damn, he was putting these words together and these syllables together. Ross mm -hmm. is kind of great at that. Um, you with Anderson Pack, I like it because I'm a huge Anderson Pack fan, and I felt like mm -hmm. this was trying to beat old Buster, animated Buster. I don't mm -hmm. think it came off well for Busta on this one, but I think it's a good track if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Y'all got any thoughts on that one? Uh, I say Anderson uh, killed the, the chorus. The chorus was tight. Um, definitely picked up some animation from Busta, but I enjoyed it. I, I like the kind of callback to his more lively style, you know, not so gravelly and, and gruff as he kind of started 
towards a big bang and, and going forward. So I, I like this track a lot. I think they're probably trying to shoot this for their single, but we'll see. Yeah, they did. They did. What is it? The Spy versus Spy spoof for mm -hmm. the um, for the video. So yeah, they definitely mm -hmm. did push that angle. What would you think, Nip? Any thoughts on this yeah, one? I definitely think this is the best one to probably be the single. Like I, I know I'm. I like that old hard boom back, but I'm definitely an Anderson Pack fan, man. I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. Like that boy's like that boy's like Frank's red boy. Put that <laughs> you put that thing on anything. You put him on anything, that shit gonna slap. Yeah. <laughs> for for my white yeah. audience, he's talking about, you know, the hot sauce. Frank <laughs> <laughs> Just so we can keep them in the loop here. Um then we move on to the Don and the Boss, which this competed heavily for me to put on my list. Cause we get busted in this Jamaican, you know, Caribbean yeah. bag. That, that shit's <laughs> fire, man. Like I can't even lie, man. Yeah, I, this is one of those moments that I wish it was no COVID. Cause this would play at the club <laughs> and this would turn up a little bit. So what'd you yeah. think about Chris? Yeah, yeah, I think it would definitely turn up. Um, it, it's cool hearing vibes, you know, him. And like you said, both of them getting into their Jamaican bag, really kind of spitting and using that vernacular. I like the way Bus came on, kind of mirroring vibes of flow a little bit and then bring his own content. So it was a cool track. I like to hear it. The dancehall vibe for sure came through in this one. For sure. What about you, Nip? Yeah, I'm, I have no I have no issues with it. I, I'm definitely, definitely was at work doing, you know what I mean, dirty whining and all that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I get definitely get, giving up the action at work. But yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I, got, I got no issues with it. Uh, best I Can, basically a story with featuring Rhapsody, uh, Knife Wonder produced the track. A story of a man trying to see his child and actually the levity in this whole thing because i think me and tony agree about one thing we'll get into briefly but the levity in this whole thing is rhapsody plays the role of a woman who understands how she fucked over a man who just wanted to see his child which i think i've right. never heard before on right. any track with any woman ever so nick right. what do you think about this uh kind of this song but this reversal of roles kind of thing yeah, I'm definitely uh, I'm gonna throw the A word out here that most women don't like, and that's accountability. And she definitely. <laughs> all right, well that's our show this I week, know. guys. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> if you decide to come back next week, we appreciate it. We'll have you. <laughs> Go ahead, continue. Same time, same time. Try, try, try to shut us down before we even get started, huh? <laughs> but yeah, man, that's like the yeah. You 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 never hear. I'm not gonna say you never. You rarely hear accountability from women on the, on a track about about how things go and that was just you know that was refreshing to 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 hear that okay. and it's rap the, the the god mc the, the the best out right now in my opinion you know what i mean so everything she she hop on is is, is definitely fire i'm right there with you i think rhapsody is the best one thing running right now chris yeah. what you got on this song any thoughts on there or, or we can move on we can move on i, I definitely agree with nip on that one all right uh, my least favorite song in the song, Where I Belong with Mariah Carey. Do we need to even comment on this so we can move it? Uh, it's just way too, <laughs> <that's> 2000s for <laughs> me. There you go. That's good enough. Uh, the next one is Deep Thoughts by Busta. Um, showing a little bit of his sensitive side, kind of coming in with that mm -hmm. introspective Busta funk that he gives you, which I think is underrated in Busta's mm -hmm. catalog, that he can get introspective and spit some real stuff. We don't really talk about that a lot on a lot of his songs or his hits, but uh, Chris, any thoughts on that on Deep Thoughts? It was a nice kind of gulp of Listerine to wash your mouth out after that previous track. So it was nice to kind of get a little bit, you know, something cool to listen to. But it was, it was a good track. It was I appreciate it on the album. I wouldn't say it stood out for me, but it's like one of those, okay, I appreciate that track. 
All right. Nip, any thoughts so we can move on? Uh, we yeah, we can keep. Is, this is the track where he was talking about his, his pop and, and uh and uh Chris Lighty and all them, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely was mm-hmm. was 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 feeling that, you know. Yeah, it's 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 that feeling when you lose, you know, my my grandpa check a, a few years ago, or whatever. Just that feeling of like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You doing stuff, you, you you looking for that that person that's always been that your go to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To, to 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 roll with you. Yeah, I definitely was feeling the the. the Interesting on that one. Uh, I guess after that is uh, Young God Speaks. I think that's kind of that in Deep Thoughts for me are just, again, that kind of similar kind of vibe. I, you can start seeing the trend in the album where he's slowing it down and trying to get to the bigger points, which I don't know if I preferred it mm-hmm. might have diced it up a little bit, but I think that's still uh, a pretty good way to go on there. Any thoughts on Young God Speaks? No. No, I was just, yeah, that was, yeah, I was still... I was still in there. It was still in there. The window was back up. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, look over your shoulder with Kendrick Lamar. Nip, any thoughts? Uh, I thought Kendrick was going to do more on it. Like, I, I thought, I, like, you had, like, this is Kendrick, and but whenever you hop on with a guy, you gotta, you gotta get freaky. And I don't feel like, it wasn't a, it wasn't bad, but I, I needed, I, I needed more. I, I needed more from, from K-Dot, man. All right, Chris, real quick, any thoughts on that one with uh, Look Over Your Shoulder? Yeah, I agree. Uh, Kendrick could have brought it a little bit harder. We've heard him bring it harder before. Um, he got a little bit into his kind of like out there bag, which I appreciate, but he definitely could have brought it. The beat was crazy, though. I love the beat. That drum was yeah, that beat was by Knotts, I believe it is, N-O-T-T-Z. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel the same way. I feel like K-Dot being a, a god MC, similar to, uh, uh, to Busta, I think K-Dot kind of phoned this one in, man. I, I I did expect more, but, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not going to complain. I mean, we still get them on the track together, uh, kind of old school with new school. So, I mean, at the end of the day, we should just be thankful. But uh, I, I agree. I wanted I wanted a little bit more. I thought it was going – K-Dot was going to cra- go crazy, especially when you hear that beat hit. You just know oh, you're right. an instant classic on this one. So, um, next one we got is You Will Never Find Me with Mary J. Blige. Um, any thoughts on this one, guys? Yeah, I thought it was dope. Um, I really enjoyed Mary singing on the track, uh, and Buster came through with some some cool rhymes. I really think that they could probably perform this track at like an award show. I, I definitely get a lot of like BET vibes from this. You know, whenever I guess they meet back up in person, probably next year or something. That'd be cool to see them both on stage, kind of singing and then Buster riffing after that. I think it'd be dope. No, I'm with you on that one, Nip. What you thought? Uh, I'm not gonna say I didn't like it, but I kind of just felt like it was a filler track. Like I, I, I listened to it, but I wasn't. It wasn't, you know. It didn't hit me like you know some of the, some of the other tracks did, but it was definitely it was a good song. Yeah, I feel like you and this one are probably I would probably say will be the two singles if I was putting this out. Like you get Mary J on it, especially coming off her uh her uh, award winning possibly award winning role in Power, and I'm being <laughs> facetious because she's terrible in it. But with that being said, <laughs> it's good promotion for both of them. Um, no, I'm mean, not hate on Mary yeah. J. She's doing her thing on power. Let me not go and throw, throw the hate on her like that. Um, Freedom featuring Nick, uh, Nikki Greer. Any, uh, uh, well, Freedom question mark. So Freedom uh, <laughs> featuring Nikki Greer. I like the, like the track. I think it is one of those moments where you're getting to the end and from the beginning track, we knew this was going to be a topical album. We got some deep cut uh, 
tracks, but I think Freedom's the first real cut where it's like, outside of the purge, where it's addressing all a lot of the social stuff going on to a degree. So um, again, I I don't dislike it. I do think it uh, gives a different balance to the to the whole album. Though, what do you think, Nep? Uh, yeah, I don't I don't dislike it, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just glad that, that that he didn't over uh, he didn't give us 20 tracks of this. You know what I mean? Like of uh, this, you know, the social justice warrior rap thing. Like I just I don't need 20, but I I, I appreciate the song. But yeah, I'm glad I'm glad I got. I'm glad it was toward the the second half of the, of the album. All right, Chris, what do you think? Freedom? Yeah, I like Freedom a lot, uh, personally. Um, you know, at the beginning, in the intro track, he talks about bringing the right level of, of knowledge and the right level of heat. And I really like Nicky Greer's chorus on it. Uh, the beat's dope. And he's really kind of getting into his bag with the topics he wanted to address. And it really fits in the theme with the album. Like, I, uh, like Nip said, um, it's kind of cool that he didn't flood the whole album with this because, you know, it's best. You still want to have fun. You want to kind of find stuff to listen to and everything. But I really enjoyed this track. I like it. It's one of my standouts for sure. Okay. And then we ride out to the last one, Sentatic. Uh, um, it's a good close. I mean, Buster always closes his albums dope. So I expected, like, some real fire mm-hmm. for this one. Um, so, I, I mean, I don't have any real commentary about it. It's just I think – Pound for pound, this is probably some of the better bars on the album. I think, I don't know if it's just because this probably wasn't going to be the ending mm-hmm. track, but it ended up just falling that way. But uh, right. again, I, I mean, I I was fully mm-hmm. in, and it kind of simmed the album. Almost to the point, it makes me want it to just go back and listen to the album again, because I felt like if you listen to that track as the opening track, mm-hmm. then go into, quote unquote, like an interlude with the Chris Rock mm-hmm. in the beginning track, then Rakim, and Pete, like I felt like that album flows mm-hmm. that way as well. So I did thought that uh, Santatic, um Titanic yeah. was a, a good ending track there. What do you think, Nick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely agree. Uh, I definitely agree. Um, I did get a little jarred by by your man's voice at the end. This, that's, yeah, that's the last track, right? With uh, with uh, with, with Chris Rock at the end. Was that the yeah, 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 yeah. When he, he uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He came in and yeah, I was, I, so. I was, I was, I was winding down and. My man, y'all niggas can't fuck with Doug. I bust the rhymes. Was like, all right, all right, rock. <laughs> but yeah, oh, what about yeah. you, Chris? Any thoughts on the track? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a good closer. Um, definitely appreciated the bars in it. Uh, like you said, you get a lot of substance in this song, so. It's kind of a good follow-up to Freedom, which is definitely very formulaic. With this one, you're just getting straight heat the whole time. It ties up the theme of the album nicely. Um, and I enjoyed it. Overall, I think it was, it was a great song, and it was a good way to kind of put that finishing touch on the album and really seal the theme down. So I guess the better question is, after we just went track by track, is anybody changing their stance on their rating? Are you guys still both cop the album, or is it – I mean, you can't go any higher, so is it going any lower after break it down? Track for track, what you got, uh, Nip? Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's busted, yeah, I'm still gonna cop the album. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm still, yeah, I'm still, I'm still copying. Even though you had a bumpy like song three to like five, yeah, that's, yeah I, I feel like he, I think he, yeah, three to five, he definitely lost me. But <laughs> yeah, I definitely almost tossed it. But I, yeah, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still go with Cobb. I'm, I'm, I'm a Cobb. All right, Chris, any change in your rating? Yeah, I think I'm going to go down to, to bootleg. I think I'm going to go down to bootleg, especially um, based on what you said, too. You know, that cop, that's like top tier. Like, I, I can play every track I like. I'm thinking like an Illmatic when I'm thinking cop. You know, every track is just fire. So I definitely probably have to move it down to bootleg, which is still really good. You know, it's better than average. I and mean, this album is definitely above average to me. So that's what's up. I see your wide old knucklehead self. Don't be trying to tell him how on the camera. I see you, bro. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the No Music Review Name podcast uh, right now. But um, please tell you tell us your thoughts on Buster Rhymes Extinction Level Event 2. You can, again, you can check us out on Head Cannon Circus, on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Spotify, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, pretty much all your DSPs, you can find us. Uh, and then you can check out the Head Cannon Circus Instagram, again, at Head Cannon Circus. Uh, you can check out me personally at jas.b.allen on Instagram as well. Uh, Chris, where can they find you at again? Instagram and Twitter, Scriberisms. All right. And Nip, where can they find you at again? Uh, only on Instagram, Papa Bear Nip, you know. All right. Remember to like, subscribe. Follow, share, do all that good stuff. Tell us how we don't know shit about nothing and we should just shut up and Chris should go back to kickboxing and Nip should go back to the block and I just go back to the other shows. So <laughs> if you feel that way. But uh, thank you guys for watching and we will be back soon with another review. Peace.